You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thunder, 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 thundercats, ho! From beyond any known galaxy, bringing with them the laws and ideals of their doomed planet, Thundera, come the Thundercats. Jaka, the wise. Tigra, the invisible. Chitara, the quick. Wily Cat and Wily Kiss, a cunning junior duo. Hand Troll, the deadly. And the snot. The Thundercats, all sworn to serve their young lord, Lionel and to instruct him in the secrets of the Eye of Thundera. The Eye embedded in the hilt of the mystic Sword of Omens, and the source of the Thundercat's power. Okay, so welcome to the first episode of our Thundercats review. Every last Friday of the month, we'll continue with a new episode, and the plan is to review all 130 episodes of the original series. I'm Ryan. Along with me from Thundera is my brother David, who is a fellow Thundercats lover. Meow. So I wanted to do this because Thundercats, I feel like even more so than He-Man and She-Ra, is just special to me. I feel like the story and the art aside, which I love in this show, it just has like, like a continuing arc that He-Man and She-Ra didn't. And things continue into the next episode and things that have happened in the past actually have repercussions in some ways in Thundercats more. Yeah, and, and- it's darker. It's a lot darker than human and Shira. And it takes itself very serious. I mean, I don't want to give it away, like, because we're just reviewing the first of pilot, you know. So, with the, yeah, there's a lot, there is a lot that goes on. There's a lot of, it's, it's much darker. The heroines ha- actually have 
things that they go through. The the bad guys are very, very evil in the sense of, you know, diabolical in certain certain, you know, instances. So it's not quite the same as Skeletor from He Man. It's <laughs> Shira, He Man, oh my god. You know, it's it's like really nasty. Some of the crazy things, you know. Anyway. And people will badmouth Thundercats as a ripoff of He-Man, and I suppose everything was a formula of the success of He-Man in the 80s, honestly, right? And I will say even Star Wars is mixed with Thundercats. Yeah, I mean, well, honestly, can you can you put a claim on space? Anything could happen in space. Anything can come from space. So you can't say, oh my do god. you claim cats? Yeah, do you claim cats <laughs> as your, you know, I mean, I know that that, that musical remake of Cats for t- with Taylor Swift wasn't so good with buttholes. <laughs> Did they add the buttholes? I they left they re- the buttholes. I think there's a uncut version of Cats. Oh, there's a special version just for the buttholes of Cats. Unbelievable. But anyway, yeah, it's such memories. <laughs> so I grew up playing with David and our other brother, Michael's LJN action figures of the Thundercats and what was left of them. And when what things weren't left, I would collect them from magazines and comic book stores and all those things pre-eBay for anyone who remembers back in the 90s looking for action figures. It was not what it was today. So Thundercats has been a part of my life since birth. Came out my birth year, matter of fact. So I remember just kind of a brief, quick little side note. When Thundercats came out and even when they were even super popular, they never had had a Mumra action figure as the mummy, only the, you know, transformed Mumra. I actually sent away, like, literally, like, box tops or something. Yes! Like, of, or, like, proof of purchase from, like, different Thundercats, and I waited for that damn Mumra to come in the mail. It finally did, but it took forever, and I was wondering if I ever was going to get it, because that, to me, was, like, the holy grail of, of Thundercats, because it was the, you, you couldn't get it. You couldn't get and, it by, and, by buying it. And Mumra really was in... If you think of Mumra, yes, the transformation part was always a huge look for him. But majority of the time, he is in the mummy form. Yes, I can relate these days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always in a robe. <laughs> a mummy Oh, God, form. if it's red, it would be even better. Get you a hood. Yeah, well, please, I need it. No, I actually cut my hair pretty short this time, so we're good. (laughs) So, the first episode, and I want to thank the Thundercats Wikipedia for the synopsis that we will be using for this episode and going forward, just to give ourselves a reminder of what happened in the episode. But this episode is Exodus. It was episode 101. The original air date was January 23rd of 1985. Cool. So this will actually be airing the last week of January in our current year. So all these years later, <laughs> this is a little trivia. Even though this episode was aired on the 23rd of January in 1985, the script was written in 1984 and was developed as early as 1983. So this is going on the same time that He-Man was being aired and developed. So maybe not as much as a ripoff of people think. I don't think it makes any difference other than the fact that they have a sword. He-Man transforms into something more 
more powerful, a totally different being. He has a sword that comes from a uh, castle that omits magical powers. They're, he they're, man! He, he's a human <laughs> being, a humanoid. They're cat people. They have a sword that doesn't really infuse them with any more power that I know of, other than the sword is powerful. Well, it does give them that, a jo- I guess, a an instant, yeah, like an- It's five-hour energy Yeah, five-hour energy shot. He does light up the Eye of Thunderum. So they become high. Yeah. A catnip, basically, right? It's yeah. catnip. I don't see any correlation. I don't see the correlation between the cat's lair, which is a metallic bill thing. That's a great skull. I see no, other than the fact that Mumra is like mummy and scary skeletal and Skeletor and sc- is a skeleton, but he's not a mummy. So, no. Anybody that says that, I don't know where they're coming up with that, please. It's true because even if they're similar because they do have swords, like we said, even down to the music, and I will say I love He-Man, and we both do. We both love He-Man and Shiro, but Filmation is known for reusing animation over and over and over again, and He-Man cartoons could basically be recycled from a hundred other ones prior to them, but with at least with Thundercats, the art was, I feel like, top notch at the time the muse not that he-man didn't have amazing music but even the orchestra of the thundercats the whole score of the thundercats is orchestra thundercats it's like when you listen to the original wonder woman with linda carter came out when they do wonder woman I have that autograph from Linda Carter. You know, I'll, honestly, a lot of shows and movies, just in general, all types of entertainment, give it up to music. Music makes a big difference. You cannot think of Titanic without thinking of Celine Dion. You cannot think of... And she appreciates that, yeah, I'm sure. You can't, you can't think of The Bodyguard without Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. So let's be honest. The the music definitely sets the tone, the ominous tone with, for example, when Lionel's going into some weird forest, the forest of darkness or whatever you know that they always have some kind of scary place to go uh, the, the, the music when mamra transforms the the tone so and give it up to the music give it up to the scores well i can't wait till we get to a certain unicorn keeper but she'll be she'll be here soon enough in a few episodes and another note is that this episode was edited together with the second episode the unholy alliance in order to produce a one-hour pilot when exodus was released on vhs the first four episodes episodes the unholy alliance burbles and the slaves of plundar were also added together to make a full-length movie so that is how i originally remember the pilot being was this four-length episode movie but for the purposes of doing one episode at a time we are just doing exodus episode 101. So we're inside the Thundarian flagship. The Thundercats watch their beloved home planet Thundera on the brink of destruction. At Jaga's command, Chitara brings the young lion to a control room where they all witness the horrific scene of Thundera exploding before their very eyes. So, we start off, we are in this Thundarian flagship and Jaga is the oldest Thundarian. He's the wise man. He is the Obi-Wan Kenobi. Is he technically the leader of the Thundercats? Like, we find out that Lionel becomes, quote-unquote, the lord of the Thundercats, which I guess is another name for, like, a king, so to speak, or or leader. Is yes. Jaga just... Because I never really know that. Is Jaga... Was Jaga the original lord of the Thundercats? Because he did wield the Sword of Omens at one point, right? Right, right. It wasn't... I mean... Lionel's father is King Claudius, but you're right, Jaga was the one that did wield the Sword of Omens. So I wonder if he was, Claudius was the king of Thundera and Jaga was like the warrior and... So like, 
you know, like uh, Camelot, like Knights of the Round Table. Yes, yes. yes. King Arthur, and then there was, you know, okay. So kind of, that makes sense. And I feel like they definitely mentioned this, and I feel bad starting off our reviews, like, but God, it's been how long since we watched these? <laughs> Yeah. originally should but we, did we change this formula should we just be very monotone and tell people episode one jaga summons chitara to the control room chitara get lionel <laughs> the planet like the, is aud exploding. the audio drama re retelling of it enter young boy hair clownish <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, they, so let's just say they, they witness that their planet is exploding much like krypton so if you want to see something about related although that's not the only planet that's ever been broken apart or blown up so let's be yes, honest yes it don't, has don't play in it. <laughs> alteron alteron <laughs> tatooine no <laughs> Where are the rebels, Leia? <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. So again, Coalition, Star Wars, uh, things before. So they're on a ship, they see the demise of their planet, let's cut to the chase. Jaga then takes Lion-O, who at this point he is a young boy, and all the Thundercats, as famously said, are in their naked form, basically, because they don't have their uniforms on at the moment. So on their planet, they just, they had cat bodies, but they didn't have clothes. Like, although Jaga had clothes on already, so, I don't know. He had like a cape and a hat. Like, uh, like, his thing looked like Attila the Hunt, to be honest with you, that thing on his head. I yes, thought. he's very barbed. He's wearing like a very medieval look. So I th I'm assuming it's when you become a thunder cat. Maybe that is when you're graced with the garments with the insignias because Jaga had the insignia on already. Maybe. I mean, I think that if I remember correctly, I don't want to jump ahead, that he gives him the garments also to protect them. Yes, because this is a strange land. Yeah, like they get And people won't appreciate your naked cat bodies. <laughs> Jaga counsels the rest of the, the cats and Lion-O, and with the Code of Thundera, he continued to live in him because Lion-O will be the Lord of the Thundercats. Jaga then takes Lion-O to the Sword Chamber where the Sword of Omens is kept. He explains to the young boy that the sword houses the Eye of Thundera, which is the source of the Thundercats' powers. There is something else you must see, Lion-O. The most important part of your heritage. This is the mystic sword of omens and the source of our powers the eye of thundera jaga the sword is alive yes but there are holes in the hilt jaga and i don't see any eye the eye sleeps until needed lionel and these are not merely holes you see in the hilt Looking through those magic apertures will give you sight beyond sight. But if I do need the eye, how can I wake it up and let it know? There will be no need. The eye will know it is needed before you do. Jaga then summons the rest of the Thundercats to the sword chamber and bestows upon them protective clothing and weapons. Yes, so he does mention that <laughs> the clothes are for protection. See? I know my stuff. And decency. Hmm... Oh, what does it matter at this point? I guess we should set up the characters. There is Panthro, who is basically a mechanic slash the builder of the group. Like and a, a warrior, person. honestly. I mean, they're all fighters, but he's very, like, he's a strong character. He's a strong... He's, like, the more rough around the edges, but he's got a heart of gold. But he's a very, like, he, he's he'd be more like a, a street fighter, so to speak, on the streets of Brooklyn. Yes. 
He'd be on the streets of Brooklyn brawling. Then we have Tigra, which is the architect. Oh, we should we should say that Panthro's weapon of choice is nunchucks. My my weapon of choice is a bar stool, but <laughs> or anything I, that's available. Or any or any weapon that's really available to me. So you know, remember, everything is a weapon, even a snarf. <laughs> You would grab Snarf. I'm throwing Snarf at you. Oh, you have no idea. We'll, we'll talk about cats. When my One of my friends that I lived with, my first apartment, was attacked by our cat. That's a whole nother story. She deserves dun, it. Dun, 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 dun. She, has her own, she has her own television show, by the way. It's called The Dead Files. That is a whole other story. Of- is Amy Allen. And I, and I got the receipts and the pictures. <laughs> No, I would never. Got a good for her. I'm happy for her, but I'm just saying. Um, I have to receipt. <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> but I don't need them because I don't care. I'm living a simple life. I'm living a simple life on first earth. I I'm have the friend. receipts and I, um, I'm not asking for store credit. Okay, so Tigra. Tigra. Tigra is the architect of the Thundercats. And he also has the Bolo Whip as his weapon. Tigra is known as, honestly, people's least favorite Thundercat, but I like Tigra. I think he... I Honestly, they all play a role, so honestly, I'm not even going to go into the hate mail. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not. <laughs> he, he, he played, he served his purpose. Without him, they wouldn't have been able to make the Cat Slayer, wouldn't be able to construct a lot of things. He, you know, in later episodes, he helps out the burbles and different things with stuff. We have Chitara the Fast. The only woman. No, no, that's not true. Wily Kid. But yes, the only Well, basically, the uh, adult female of the group. Ch- Chitara could instead of being a cheetah she could be a cougar and go after a younger thundercat well i have to say i noticed more watching this again how flirtatious she is uh well maybe not, i think she flirt not flirtatious in the sense of she says something to lionel but i it's not in a sexual way she mentions how handsome he grows up to be but it's more like a in a loving way but she's very like <laughs> naughty girls need love too yes they <laughs> Yes, they do. Naughty girls need love too. Samantha Fox. That's an 80s reference. She's not a cat, though. She's a fox, though. And Chitara basically runs super quick. We find out later she has psychic abilities, which we'll definitely go into. She has a staff that extends, and basically she's she's just an amazing character. She's she's a cheetah. She's very agile. She's very fast. She she can run very quickly, but she can't sustain it. Just like a cheetah can't sustain a certain amount of speed for a certain period of time. She can go really fast. But which is so smart because each character has a power, but also something that can affect them. Chitara cannot run up to a certain period of time. She has to slow down. Tigra gets wet and his invisibility, which <laughs> he becomes invisible. You remember he becomes, if he gets That's wet. That's a whip. Yeah, his whip makes him invisible, but it, if he gets wet, he becomes visible again. And Panther is afraid of bats, I think. <laughs> And Wiley Kit and Wiley are also characters. They're are they are they to be like when male and yes, female? Yes, so they I, I they, they do call them. I think they believe they call them the twins. They yeah. call them the cubs, the twins. So they are they're twins. They're a female and a male. They're junior Thundercats. They are helpful. I mean, they're not just yes, they're, they're mischievous. Children. They're mischievous, but they're also cunning. Yes. 
And, and that, then later on, they get space boards, and their w- main weapon at the moment, they have, like, these little, like, pellets that explode and do various things, and then they also have, like, almost, like, lassos as well. And then there is Snarf, who is the nursemaid slash caretaker to lion He's from a breed of beings known as Snarfs, but his real name is not Snarf. We find out later on. So let's go back to this. So you have Jaga, you have lion you have Panthro, you have Tigra, Chitara, Wily Kit, Wily Cat, and Snarf. They're all on a spacecraft leaving Thundera, which is blown up, that they've seen that everything they've known is, is blown up, and they're yes. traveling through space with apparently not really knowing exactly where they're going. And we should add that Lion-O, at this point, more of a child right now, he's still older than Wily Kit and Wily Cat. He's young, he is the son of the Lord of Thundera, Claudus. Claudus did not make it off of the exploding planet. So at the same time, the Thundercats ship comes under attack by the mutants, who succeed in destroying all of the other escort ships leaving Thundera. So there was other Thundercats, wink wink. That's horrible. That the mutants killed. But the mutants know that they cannot destroy the flagship because that is where they will find the sword and the Eye of Thundera. So maybe they should have put more Thundercats in the flagship then. You know, they're like, these are the most important. If they don't make it. I mean, ultimately, the people that were chosen were to oversee, protect lion and then fight alongside him, right? Is that where we're assuming these yeah, people were? Yeah, I think... These Thundercats were the top of their game, so to speak, or the most, I don't know, capable? Yeah, maybe. That is the question, because later on, as the series goes on, we will find out... It wasn't a raffle. Was- it wasn't a raffle. Oh, you're number 372BG. 75 you can get on the ship it was they were chosen for specific reasons. Right? It was not the Hunger Games. <laughs> no, it wasn't the Hunger Games. So yeah, they, were they, they weren't. Well, I, I'm assuming because in other series, like they made a, a 2011 series, Chitara was part of like a noble group of, that was working with Jaga. So I think they all kind of, yeah, there was a reason why they were picked to protect Lionel. And they all have, each one have a skill set too. So exactly. So they're on the, the flagship is safe because they take out the rest of the escorts. And they are traveling through space, still not knowing where they're going. So That's then right. The, the ship was, wasn't the ship damaged, though, at some point? Some yes, of because Slive, one of the mutants, the leader, he is the lizard one that always basically talks with, yes, Vulture Man. <laughs> So there is Sly, there is Jackalman. Jackalman is the jackal mutant. There is Monkeyan, who is the monkey mutant. And there is Vulture Man, a mutant that looks like a vulture. And Vulture Man is the builder of the mutants as well. Although Vulture Man is not seen in this episode yet, but he's in there. The mutants board the Thundarian flagship. So they have Snarf and lion in the sword chamber to protect it. And Lionel does attempt to lift the sword, but he is, I'm going to say he looks like 10, 12, maybe 13. And he cannot lift the sword. They, you know, they say some quotes about the boy can't even lift it. (laughs) But they're shocked when he manages to muster up all of his strength to raise the sword and make it roar. (laughs) 
The mutants flee back to their mothership and blast off into space. And Panther reveals that due to the damage that the flagship has taken from the mutant attack, they will not be able to reach the galaxy that they were initially aiming for. Instead, he calculates that their best option is to set a course for the third Earth due to its breathable atmosphere. And they do call it the Blue Planet. So there's, uh, I think we talked about this at some point, there is some sort of thing out there. And actually, Mumra does say it. Mumra says something to the mutants about when this planet was first Earth. So yes, so this is actually, again, much like Thundar the Barbarian, which would love to do a show on. Post-apocalyptic, the end of the human race because of something we did or something that happened. So there's definitely that kind of mystique potentially about like what Third Earth really is. But anyway, again, going on one of my normal tangents. So they have to set a course for Third Earth because that's the only place they're going to make it to, right? At this Basically, at this point. But even though it is close, Third Earth is still light years away. So Jaga instructs the Thundercats to enter the suspension capsules while he pilots the ship. Despite the Thundercats' insistence, Jaga refuses to enter the capsule due to the fact that it would be risky to let the flagship run on autopilot in its damaged condition. He also explains that even though the capsules drastically slow down the aging process, some aging does take place, and he is the oldest, and he would not survive the trip in the capsule. So I'm shocked because rewatching this, I noticed that yes, he did do the autopilot, but how long? Okay, so if it was light years away, how long could he have even done the autopilot for before melting away? Like at the time when I was a kid, I just it just thought this happened like this and almost like it went to like warps transition to in, in like super speed. But no, Jaga did pilot it for a while, but if it was light years away, how honestly would an hour? It like <laughs> and then he just well, died there's the difference is that we're not taking consideration the variables one did jaga literally stay and take care of that ship for years oh. and as the thundercat slept or is there something to do with going through space where you age faster i don't know i really don't probably know. right honestly that could be it but it's almost like the sacrifice that gene gray did in the x-men when she's trying to pilot through the radiation and she becomes the phoenix so yeah jaga turns to basically dust his he ages he yeah, he ages away he, he rots basically ages to nothing matter of fact his cuffling falls on the ground and that's when you know that nothing's left besides his fashionable helmet his the atelier <laughs> helmet and cape the, the, yeah that's sad and you know jaga actually has like out of all of them he's got like a deep like a leotard looking outfit on he's very 80s jaga 80s slash warrior you have turned this man's death into a bad fashion review. This was a dramatic thing to see their caregiver, their guidance die turned to dust while they lay in a capsule and you turned into a unitard. Well, and he did do David's favorite thing of talking to himself saying, yes. I hope that I made it long enough that they could get to the than he, as he's fading away. So. That's an ultimate sacrifice. That was really a big, like, he gave his life to try to make sure that they were, he said, I think his last words were, all what a pilot will have to take it from here. Yes, it was. Yep, yep. And it That's is what I would story. do with my kids if I had to. I would I would take the ship and keep going until until I couldn't go anymore and then hope for the best. But, I mean, that that's a, that's a really big sacrifice. But ultimately, he knew 
knew that Lino would become Lord of the Thundercats and that, you know, the cycle of life. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's unfortunate. And again, these themes, He-Man and Shira did do themes like this, but I feel like right off the bat, this was a, like heavy. Jaga just died. Yeah, he melted was. away. He faded into dust. It must have been Night of the Comet. Jaga <laughs> dust, yes. But um, so he yeah. He's orangey. So at that point, he puts it on autopilot and the ship crash lands on third earth on right? third earth the flagship does crash into third earth and lionel and snarf's suspension capsules are the ones that open first because they are thrown out of the ship along with the sword of omens snarf wakes up then awakens lionel who is now a grown man in a matter of fact snarf is ugh, i feel bad for snarf lionel ha- is a man now but he has the mind still of a child because he didn't get to develop, develop. his body developed but his mind didn't develop although Lionel does want to prove himself especially after Jaga's death he wants to be a warrior but Snarf tries to give him a teddy bear and he says Snarf I don't need those kinds of things I'm a man now but really you're not and you're to old Snarf you'll always gonna be let's jump ahead for a second because Snarf much like Orko much like Madame Raz will there there he will prove that he is a vital part of the team in the future regardless of the fact that he's not necessarily nursing so to speak Lionel but he is still the the caregiver to the whole group he complains a lot but he has his place and there is yes, an episode in the future where he literally saves everybody again he has his redemption where everyone's like oh he's weak he's annoying you know the fans but you know you'll see that in the future so this is when we're getting down to the remainder of the episode that sets up the remainder of the show at that moment the mutant mothership lands near the flagship's crash sites and starts attacking the suspension capsules with the Thundercats sleeping inside. So Lionel is walking around at this moment and he does notice that the mutants are trying to basically kill the Thundercats while they're still in suspension capsules. Which is a smart idea, but again, just shows you how brutal these mutants are. So seeing this, Lionel jumps into action and fights the mutant. Snarf then throws the Sword of Omens towards Lionel who uses it to summon in the sleeping Thundercats. Upon hearing Lionel summon, the Thundercats spring into action and force the mutants to teleport themselves back to the ship and fly off into retreat. So the episode basically ends with, they're saying, we're, we're crashed on this planet, we don't know what to do, we're gonna have to start building things. They, they come to the realization that yes, Jaga is now gone, Lionel is the Lord of the Thundercats now, and this is- Quite, and quite handsome. Yes, this is when Shitara says, like, yeah, he grew up to be so handsome. Well, everyone likes a redhead, right? Flowing red hair, mane, Ronald McDonald-esque. Listen, if I, if I don't get my hair cut, I get that too. My hair doesn't grow down, it grows up. I just want everybody to know that's listening, this is very difficult not to continue talking about everything in the Thundercat realm and go episode by episode. So I hope you appreciate my restraint. This restraint! Because I, I've already said too much. So I'm going to stop. Well, there are many surprises as the Thundercats go on. And a matter of fact, I mean, this is not even a spoiler. Everyone knows that the Thundercats' main villain is Mumra, and he's not even seen in this episode yet. Well, you know, he's he's in his Black Pyramid doing whatever. Maybe he's... Maybe- <laughs> Maybe he's creating a housewarming present for the Thundercats. 
And just to end this, Thundercats has been rebooted, like I said earlier, 2011 on Cartoon Network. Unfortunately, one season that was a more serious anime take on the show. And then currently there is Thundercats Raw, which has also been canceled, but it is a comedy take on Thundercats. And at first I was horrified. I was insulted. And I felt... You laughed, you cried. I felt fury for this at first, seeing the the original trailer for this, and then I watched the episodes. And as stupid as this show is, there are callbacks to the original show. Like, I've been sending David clips. There's callbacks to the original show that are so funny. And if you were original, it's sad to see that it's been canceled because they really, they use the original Thundercats music too, as well. And it is this more chaotic format of this modern day cartoons when they're like, basically the, the heroes are... I want to say they're like dumb. I feel like every cartoon, modern cartoon now, the heroes are like very wacky scattered. and scatterbrained and like, yeah, and selfish, but it's so funny. Ugh. So anyway, long story short, the Mumra, this new incarnation that's been canceled is more of a comedy slash Skeletor take. A matter of fact, he's in love with Tigra. I don't, I don't, I still don't know how this works out, but they have like a thing, Tigra and Mumra. He comments that Mumra's skin doesn't look too bad. It's, <laughs> crazy yeah a new world new generation but didn't last too long that was episode one of the thundercats exodus as a pilot i feel like it really does set up the show fantastic it shows the drama of the show uh the brutality of the mutants really off from the get-go yeah i mean listen i don't cans down as far as being darker more enriched thundercats hands down beats Chi-Man and Shira, as far as having those dark tones. You know, Shira does go into something about slaves. Like there is somebody enslaving the, the episode with a guy who has the power that uses the power of the sun to stop people or whatever. They're talking about slavery. Small but, one. Small one. Like but the mutants, you know, in the future episodes really are horrible with beating and enslaving. And enslaving. So yeah, speaking of enslaving, and, yes. Enslaving. So there are some very dark, very socially conscious, especially this is definitely I know that sounds crazy, but you have to remember cartoons shape young minds. So this is the reason why you probably don't like those stupid cartoons because it, it, it kind of gives children a license to not be functioning adults, if that makes sense. I, don't know. I honestly do agree. I think there is a, a dumbing down of the modern cartoon. To dumb down. But, I mean, that could, be a whole of, that could be a whole other topic, too. Anyway, yes, I, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. Thundercats is a classic next month we continue with the following episodes of the thundercats so look for every last friday of the month a special thundercats recap episode on the radical retro rewind podcast maybe just maybe we'll do more in the month nothing says that we have to stick to any formula it's our show right i mean if people really really like it maybe we'll do more than one because i'm telling you it's killing me that i can't talk more about this (laughs) And we only, and we've already clocked out like a lot of time just talking about random stuff. This was a, yes, it was a full pilot in the sense that it introduced everybody. But going forward, there are episodes that have richer plot details that we will break down and and go over. David, just for the first episode, who is your favorite Thundercat? If you had to pick one, do you have a favorite Thundercat? Well, I had a crush on Lionel when I was younger, but... 
Um, I could see that. He was cute. What can I say? For a cartoon, he was cute. Which is funny because there's a Saturday Night Live skit where He-Man comes to life as well as Lino and then Shiro, which is played by Ariana Grande. And there's some very sexual overtones in there. But anyway. I think Chris Pratt is um, He-Man, yeah, matter of fact. Yeah. I don't think I have a favorite in the sense of I like them all for different reasons, to be honest with you. I like the fact that Chitara was really fast. I like the fact that Lionel wielded the Sword of Omens. I like the fact that Snarf, you know, was caring and loving and took care of them. He literally, he cooked for them. He took care of them. So I know, he forced his Snarf about a that slave. Day, he did everything. I take care of my children. He takes care of his children, so to speak. So Wily Kid and Wily Cat have their place, although they kind of do a little bit where they get into trouble more, which is kind of annoying to me. Like, again, that Orko, Madame Raz formula where the sidekicks are cowl that always get into trouble for doing silly, stupid things, and, and they know about Better. That kind of annoys me, but as far as they're actually very true hardcore warriors when it comes Yeah, they to are them. warriors. They I think there's episodes in the future where they're like a cat's lair by themselves and they have to like yeah, yeah, they can hold it down if they had to. They're not defenseless children. But I like them all. I'm so happy we're doing this. I hope really that people like it. I know that we banter a lot. I hope people enjoy that too, but you know, we'll get into more into the, the nitty gritty of it. But yeah, I don't have a favorite one. This this really this cartoon embodied a lot of my childhood. It's a classic. It just gets better and better and crazier and crazier. And Mumra as a villain, I'm sorry, one of, if not the best, 80s villains. Hey, Radical Ones, Ryan Hunter here, wanting to remind you that the original Thundercats is streaming for free on Hulu. You could follow along by watching episode by episode with us. Thundercats, ho! You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.